This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A win it certainly was not, but the Stags remain unbeaten under Nigel Clough. Mansfield Town 1, Colchester United 1 was the score on a wet and dark Friday night at the One Course Stadium. The Stags still yet to win at home this season. Colchester, incidentally, still yet to win away. The Stags won it up through a thunderbolt through Nicky Maynard and then a questionable goal from Colchester. Was it a mistake from Malik Steck? Was it a defensive mistake? Was it a team mistake? I'm sure we'll debate that tonight. This is the Cool Down post-match reaction show. Mansfield Town 1, Colchester United 1. As always, get your comments in now on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. Five games unbeaten in all competitions, another point on the board, and a good display against a good League Two side. Personally for me, I see an evening of positives. Let us know what you think right now in the comments. Get involved with the show throughout tonight, as me and Nathan give our reactions to a one-all draw between the Stags and Colchester. Good evening and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. My name's Craig Priest and joining me virtually, as always, in his brand new setup is Mr Nathan Edge, who is highly delighted tonight. No, not for the fact that, you know, we picked up a point against a decent League Two side, but for the fact that we are one game closer to me having that green Christmas outfit. That's the real truth, isn't it, Nath? Here we are. It's ticking another one off the list. We're getting closer, Craig. I've told you in the past, I say like my dad, you, you don't you should never make these promises because it always comes back and bites you. Absolutely. We're getting closer. It certainly is. But on the whole tonight, Nath, I we always ask you and Cam who's not with us tonight because he's uh, been getting slightly merry with his Colchester United flatmates who earlier, by the way, um I thought it was quite a genius move from them. 
uh, Brown taped, parcel taped his uh, door to his uh, to his little flat, which I thought was quite a good move, and I hope comes retaliated. So he's be, he won't be he's he's not coherent enough to speak, you know, when he's not had a drink, but he's had a drink tonight, so we've left him out of the show. So me and Nathan tonight, but as always, I ask for your sort of uh, one word review. So sum up how you feel after that one all draw uh, tonight, Nathan. Then we'll go for some of your guys' comments uh, at home. Um, I'll say uh, positive. Positive. Nathan says positive, but what do you guys at home say? Get involved with the show throughout. Kicking us off tonight. Also, by the way, a chance for you to win a mug later on, and we definitely aren't going to forget because we've got an absolutely uh, belting uh, way for you to win a mug. Um, it's going to be great. Can't wait. Those of you who saw the show on Wednesday will know exactly what's coming. Um, Jamie says to kick us off tonight, uh, need to kill games off. Defence was a bit flat-footed uh, for their goal. Ball over the top. Cluffy will sort them out. Come on, you stags. Massive improvement again against a very good team. Um, Kevin says need to start Stone on Tuesday night. Uh, Wayne says how many more points is Steck going to cost us? Yes, he's picked up since Cochran was sacked, uh, but still waiting for that mistake every game. Um, Clive says fair result, both goals, goalkeeping errors. Um, Craig says why oh why come that far out? If you're coming out, make sure you're going to get there. Uh, heads up, six games unbeaten, and I would took um, four points out of the last six Saturday uh, at 3pm if someone had offered uh, that one um, to me. Uh, and Paul says, Steck needs to be dropped on Tuesday night now. He needs to be taught a lesson. Now, I want to see it back. I, I need to see um, their goal back, to be honest, because my initial thought was actually Steck w- would take a little bit of um, stick for it. But for me, I felt personally... Um, that it was more of a collective team effort. You know, we just made the change of bringing Corey O'Keefe on. We'd not really switched on from it. We, we were getting into different positions. O'Keefe went wide. Charlesley went into the middle. We weren't switched on from the front. Like it, that goal that we conceded against Bolton. Switched off, long ball over the top. For me... I would have rather Steck came out and try and narrow the angle as he did. And you have to credit the finish from their big number nine to lift it over him and get it into the into the back of the net. Um, again, I'd like to see it back so, so I could have a maybe different angle on it and, and have a little another look rather than in real time. But in real time, I felt that he would perhaps get a little bit of uh, stick. But I've got a, a, a funny feeling um, that I'm going to be probably... a. a one of very few that makes that comment tonight, Nate. So I think we'll probably gloss over that quite quickly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, it's really hard for me to to comment on something like this because I mean, it's it's quite a visual uh, matter. So for me to say was it a mistake, was it not, was difficult. I mean, the one thing I would say is uh, just a couple of minutes before that, he he did a, a you know flap at um, something that he probably should have caught. Which from that point, it kind of felt like we were a little bit. Um, on the back foot in his, in his confidence might have gone a bit and uh, I don't know I just had this feeling something else might happen so whether that was also on his mind and it impacted his decision making or something that you know it's hard it's, it's hard again like I say without me seeing being able to see that which obviously I won't be able to do that even if I look at a replay um, <laughs> that'd be a miracle wouldn't it uh, but yeah, it's hard but uh, it's it's, you, it's in, in a way you've got to look at this game in a bit of an isolation when you, you it was a very close game, and you kind of felt like if there was going to be a winner, uh, it was going to take either a mistake or something special. And we kind of got a bit of both. You know, for us, we got the, the something special to, to get the goal. Uh, and you'd, you'd have hoped that would have been enough to, to win it. Uh, but then, uh, you know, we, 
you know question mark over whether it was a mistake or was it a good a good finish from them to to, to level it so uh, i've got overall i've got no arguments with it with, with the overall result yeah i think that that's the important thing for me i think a lot of people will be looking at that goal and sort of overly criticizing dare i say and sort of maybe falling into that trap a little bit i think we've got to look bite our tongues a little bit and, and just look beyond it for me because like you say, in isolation, I think it was a, a good performance. I was surprised when the team came out that there wasn't more than the one change of Ollie Clark in for, for George Maris. But when you've won a game of football, you know, you lower to your players and you give them the opportunity. We were in a good vein of form with, with that lineup. I certainly think on Tuesday there will be a couple more changes to freshen it up. I was also surprised the, the substitutes, the substitutions weren't used um, as much. But I, I don't know. I, I think if we'd have played. If we'd have got that result maybe two, three weeks ago, I think we'd be sitting here sort of, you know, going for the jugular and sort of having loads of different debates and arguments. But for me, I think that's a, a very good point. If you, you know, Colchester, yes, they hadn't won away from home all season, but we hadn't won at home. Colchester were in good form. We were in good form. It was one of those games uh, which pitted two sides against each other, Nath, who have very similar styles of football at, at the minute. And it was just one of those which just naturally petered out it's one of those things I will very much take that especially if we then go on on Tuesday night and and pick up all three points against Harrogate yeah I mean it's what's what's quite alarming is um you know Cam actually called this on Wednesday night which is what I mean for Cam to be right there's uh this it's obviously a very strange year in 2020 but uh, you know he did say that um you know when you look at it and actually, on my prediction on, on Stagsnet, I actually put a 1-1 draw. So I'm kind of buzzing as that about that as well. But, um, you know, when you looked at it, we hadn't won at home. They hadn't won away. Uh, although we're both in good form, uh, in you know, in recent form. But it does say we'd, you know, we do have a, a, an habit of, of drawing with Colchester. And it was kind of uh, sort of, um, you know, written in stone before we, we kicked off in, in some ways in that aspect. So, um, you know, I, I've, it was kind of... I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, for me, they're probably one of the better teams we've come up against uh, so far yeah, this I'd season. Agree. Certainly at home, um, you know, they, they first half. I actually thought they were better the first half. To be fair, yeah. and they, they, it was periods of the game where they controlled it. And it's a bit, it's a bit like a boxing game, but yeah, a boxing match, but without anyone throwing any actual proper punches. You know, there was no clear cut chances as such. I mean, they had that one chance in the first half where. Uh, Stevenson probably should have done better. I think I don't know whether we were trying to play our side trap or something, but um, you know they had a chance there. But aside from that, there was no clear-cut chances for either of us. It was more half chances. Uh, Gordon put a few crosses into the box, which uh, you know we were, we were close to getting on the end of. Uh, but there was you know neither keeper had anything really serious to do throughout the whole game, um, and it was kind of like uh, for me it was a game of like eight quarters. You know, <laughs> yeah. first quarter they had, then we had, then they had, then we had, and that's. It carried on in that whole pattern throughout the game, which is why you know I stand by that um, a one-one draw for me was 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 a really fair result. And like you say, if we can follow that up with a with a win on on a, on Tuesday night, then uh, that we would have lost that a couple of months ago. Yeah. So that's why I'm feeling, although it's obviously frustrating, and we'd love to win it. I'm still feeling very positive about it. Yeah. I mean, I think there is an, another reason why we probably didn't win, and it's due to what you're wearing. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll come to that later. We'll come to that later on in the show when we do. Uh, 
<laughs> you couldn't wait, could you? <laughs> no, I couldn't. I've been trying to think of a way to work it in. Uh, talking of Cam, by the way, um, he's not here tonight. He's been watching with his Colchester friends. Uh, he says he's currently uh, crying in the corner, gutted. I don't know why you'd be gutted. I think that's a very fair result. Um, some people, please bring us back to normality in the comments. Callum has done says uh, done so and says, um, bit of a boring game, to be honest. Was expecting a little bit of a goal fest from two teams who seem to know where the net is recently. Stoning goal next game, I think. Um, Jay says, get stone in. Keith says, come on, you stags. Keep... Uh, Keep the heed and keep believing. Um, Nigel Clough will get into them. Um, talking of superstitions, uh, William says, My dad controversially had his stag's Christmas hat on for good luck. Too early. Hopefully go again next week and get three points. We'll come on to why that's a very critical comment uh, later in the show as we give you guys the opportunity to win one of these are Mansfield Matters Legends Live Morgan. I need to get rid of them because they've been clogging up my cupboard for far too long. Um, so opportunity for one of you guys to win that to later on tonight. We'll give you more details later. Um, Gary's been in touch and says, a good point... Um a good point that against a football inside. Colchester should have been ahead early doors. Compared to the Barrow game, this is a massive improvement. Positive response for the first uh, home game under Clough. Um... Clive says, I agree with Craig. Both teams cancelled each other out for the most of the match. Um, uh, and Clive also says that you can't have eight quarters, Nathan. Get a grip. Um, not sure. Uh, so there you go. Um, Math is neither of our strong it, it points. Was a, I meant to say four quarters in one half. And then obviously I, did, I, I made it into a full game, into two halves. Hence, eight quarters. I, it made sense in my head, but I kind of, now hearing it back, it was a bit stupid. I knew what I meant. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, keep your comments uh, coming in. Let us know what you, you thought of the game. We'll have our man of the match votes uh, later on as well. Uh, let's talk superstitions. Don't worry, I won't pay, play the jingle this time around. I'll save it for later. Um, because one thing which we were ha sort of having a more serious chat about before the game, Nath, was whether the Stags would stick with getting changed in the Kevin Bird suite. For those who um, don't get the reference, when Graham Cochran left, obviously the boys were getting changed in the, the home and away dressing rooms with the away team using the KBS uh, being all together. Richard Cooper switched that around for the Warsaw game just to try and change the mentality a little bit. And we were wondering whether Clough would revert back to you know, having the home facilities, the dressing rooms, the showers and whatever. But he didn't do that. He went with the, the Kevin Bird suite. And uh, for me, Nath, that, that was a, a positive sign because it, it kept them all together. And one thing which we've, we've needed is that togetherness. And I think that sort of showed uh, a little bit on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we, we, we spoke about it uh, in length uh, a, a few weeks ago when, when Coops first did it. And um, it's common sense, really. You know, if you take it in isolation, so forget that you're you're at home just to pretend you're you, you're wherever uh so you know forget that you you normally have a home dressing room and and if somebody gave you the option that you can all get changed together do your team talk together as, as a whole team or you have to do it in two separate rooms i mean what are you going to choose so uh you know we, we are the home team we've got the option to choose what we want we get first dibs on that so uh you know for me it, it makes makes absolute sense and Especially when you think at the moment, all right, all right, I know tonight we didn't use the five five subs, but we have now got that option to use five subs if we want to over over three three occasions of making them. Um, so you'd think going out, you know, over the season, the um, you know, the, the subs are going to be more important to to be a part of the of, of the team talks because they're probably going to be called upon. So having them in the same team talk and uh, amongst the same uh, the rest of the squad is, is important. So. 
um, you know, I, I, again, it just makes sense to me. So I'm glad to see that we've, we've continued that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just about, you know, having that togetherness and, and keeping with each other and sort of having that team cohesion. And one thing which, which is, um, I think, been evident over the last couple of games or so and certainly again tonight is the way that we've allowed ourselves to to let that confidence build to to play a a more free-flowing attacking game and if you look at the the goal we scored and the chances we we created yes they were a little bit uh, more sparse than what they have been in in recent games but we played some good football we penned them in uh, for a little bit like you said it was like a, a boxing match in some regards in fact actually it was like a boxing match where both boxers had been bribed to take a dive but neither wanted to be the first to take a dive so it was very cautious with uh, the way they went about things but um i don't know for me i just felt um i felt that we we've con- we allowed ourselves to play our game at home for for many many of the home games so far this season we've not in my opinion had enough about us on the ball we've not dictated play enough we've not said this is our home you're going to be pending you're going to have to work if you want to get something out of this game and actually for the first time aside for that Warsaw game um, I actually think that we've made a team come to us and we've made a team work yeah I mean to be honest uh, I don't think that's the best we've played and you know when you compare it to the last few weeks however it was still miles ahead of where we were, you know, and Barrow and, and before. So I think that that is, is credit to what they've done over the last few games. And and I don't think it's anything necessarily that we... I, I think the difference is we've just come up against a good team today. So, you know, you, you've got to sometimes respect the opposition. And yes, I know they haven't won away, but that doesn't mean they are a bad team. You know, it's... Um, you know, they still came uh, for, for parts of the game. They, they played some good football and, and, and were in fairly control, you know, possession when they did have it. Uh, and then we had our, our turn. And whenever we had those spells, we did create chances. Like I say, there were just no clear cut chances, but that's more because of both sides found a way to cancel each other out. You know, I think I would have liked to see, uh, you know, Lapsley a bit further up the pitch at times, but I think that's probably a change that, you know, he probably played a bit deeper today because of uh, the, the Maris injury and obviously the slight change in there so um you know we probably missed that but he still got heavily involved and and, and had a great game so uh, there's a few things that were a little bit different from previous games but despite that i you know i'm not leaving feeling too negative about it no and we and you know it, it's just momentum for uh, for tuesday night for me i know we've we've taken some would say a step back in in drawing a game and not winning but in actual fact, it's just good momentum. You know, we, again, we've played some good football. We've come together as a team. We've defended relatively well, bar for one incident. But that, that's bound to happen when you've got, you know, tired legs and what have you. I think perhaps we should have utilised some of the substitutions a little bit more, in my opinion. But again, I'm not Nigel Clough on the touchline, am I? And it's not a criticism at all. You know, if things are going well in front of you, why sometimes it's it's bad to tinker and I think that probably is highlighted by their goal actually saying that so the important thing though is taking the momentum into Harrogate on Tuesday night you know they're a, a team who were uh, obviously promoted last season they're doing relatively well they've had a decent start 12th at the minute four wins four draws four defeats so a very average side in terms of uh, the results and the form but if we can you know we can take a positive frame of mind and a positive make looked at it as a positive point into Tuesday and start on the front foot and then go on and get three points actually 
in the bigger picture, it, it would actually be a, um, it would be an even better tick point. Yeah, I mean, let's think about the the three games that we've we've you know we're you know we're having around now. So we've obviously just played Forest Green away from home, uh, who who were third in the table when we when we played them. You, you'd you'd expect to get nothing out of that. You know, we got three points. We played Colchester today again, another very good team. Um, you know, you'd you'd have probably hoped for a win, but you probably would have said, you know, well, for, well, for me personally, I'd have probably taken a point before the game, uh, and that's what we've got. So, and and the third game, Harrogate. Um, you know, I don't want to be overconfident, but if there's any game out of those three, that's the one that I'd fancy us to to win the most out of all three. So. Uh, you know the fact that we've come out of these two games already with with four points. We've got the uh, you know another game coming up um, with a, with an extra day's rest in between, which is which is also a, a bonus for us. So uh, you know we can go into that a little bit fresher than than they will. So I'm, I'm assuming they play tomorrow. Yeah, they've usual. got Leighton Orient away tomorrow, so that's a tough. You know, yeah. Leighton Orient in yeah. 14th as well. So long way for them to go. Tough place to go, as we know in Leighton Orient. So uh, like I say, that extra day's rest could could come in very handy. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we can go into that game, uh, you know, with, with confidence that we're still unbeaten in six, which uh, I still can't believe we're, we're saying, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> think where we were. So they can go, go with confidence. You know, obviously, Nigel is going to address that the issue, whether it was the defence or, or the goalkeeper. I, I personally don't think it's uh, an, an, and everyone that's been listening to us earlier in the season, you know, I was calling for, for Stone to come in and stick to a drop, but for this, that'd I don't be very harsh, think wouldn't it? Just yet, yeah. No, I mean, if he didn't get dropped for the stuff he did early in the season, he's not going to get dropped for that, is he? When he's been playing very well, apart from that mistake there. So, uh, I for one would keep him in there, even though I am a big fan of Aiden Stone. Everyone should should know that, uh, even though I did call him Hayden for a while, but whatever. <laughs> um, you know, so uh, you know, I, I'd like to see him still in, uh, st- still keep his place, but I, I think Nigel will address that, and uh, and I, I think Steck. Will hold his hands up to that to that mistake if it you know if it is deemed to be his and uh, and, and we'll learn from that. So um, you know it, it, there's still more positives to to take into 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 Tuesday night. Absolutely, Cam says up the stags. Difficult result to take considering how well we played, uh, but need to close games out from now. Fantastic all round performance, but need to close games out. Michael says good point for us. I thought they were by far the better team and a good finish by Norris. Questionable substitution for me as I would have given Cook a run-up front for Bowery, whose legs had gone. Uh, Jamie says, Nigel Clough has said he's very frustrated after the match. Understandably. Um, obviously, we'll, uh, uh, I look forward to hearing his full, his full post-match later on. For those who uh, who have been asking, I've had a few messages privately sort of saying, um, why don't you play uh, the post-match? Because it's not our place to, to be honest. Um, the, this particular show is more, you know, like we've said numerous times, more just to do with that chat you'd have in the pub after the game or on, on, on the journey home, which is why we try and keep it to half an hour and all that post-match stuff and all, all the reaction stuff, we can put that into the main show when we eventually do one again. Probably will next week, to be fair, because obviously, um, you know, we don't play till sun, Sunday. We've got uh, Harrogate on Tuesday night, but then after that, we don't play till Sunday. So maybe Friday, we might... A nice one in between the yeah, two, wouldn't they? Yeah, we might... Make up special. Yeah, why not? We might tell you what, why don't we even do a quiz cast? I'll give away the final mug. Do a little trip down FA Cup memory lane as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll why not? Yeah, we'll, we'll throw all the nostalgia. It'll tell you what it'll tell you what it will do. Actually, it'll give me something to do 
because <laughs> as Nathan will testify, I'm that bored on furlough. I'm not doing anything at the moment. That I've just been writing lyrics and sending stupid uh, voice you, messages to the, the group I, chat. Yeah, I'll tell you what, people at home, I mean, you're lucky you don't have to put up with Craig for half an hour or, or a couple of hours every week. I mean, I've got him in the group chat. and We're uh, supposed to be friends, you. When he's not working, honestly, <laughs> it's, 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 this is hard. But some of the lyrics, though, for the Christmas special, the opening song, come on. I mean, it's going to be a treat, to be fair. I mean, we've, it's a bit of a collaboration between us both, isn't it? And Me and I Nathan think, love, uh, a, love a song collaboration as well. I mean, we can't let you know what those songs are because they're, if we were to broadcast them and say what they were, then we'd be sued very, very quickly. But <laughs> they've given us some laughs over the years. You could certainly say so, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, every, I mean, t- every time song. Blondie comes on with Denis Denis, that always <laughs> brings a smile to our faces, but we'll have to leave that one up to you. Um, Callum says, yeah. got to be a positive point that we seem to have set the bar really high from Sunderland and Forest Green. Uh, we would have taken that result 100% a few weeks ago. Absolutely. Uh, we want your votes for Man of the Match in around uh, five minutes' time. But first, it's time for you guys to win a Mansfield Matters mug. And... The way we're doing it is we're going to ask you for some of these. So on Wednesday's podcast, we had a bit of a laugh and a bit of a discussion about what superstitions uh, we all have before a game. Now, it all stemmed, it goes back to that whole Christmas outfit sort of thing. And I said I had a bit of a moral dilemma in terms of where I should watch the game. Should I watch the game in my room on my own, as I have done for the past two Nigel Clough games uh, where we've won both or should I watch it on the TV with my dad in the living room now he's not been around for the last two games which is why I've watched it on my own in my room Uh, but obviously he was here for this one so I watched it with him I also watched the Sunderland game with him which we won so it was a bit of a moral dilemma did I watch it with him or, or didn't I so in the end I did then Nathan pipes up oh well well oh let's just uh you know stop you right there a minute so so you did even though we'd won the last two when you didn't. Yeah, but we'd won, yeah, but if you, we'd won against Sunderland and yeah, we'd Cup, kept, Cup doesn't count. No, but and we'd kept a clean sheet, right? So my thinking was we'd conceded in both of the Clough games, so I was going to revert back to the clean sheet place. That was my no. thinking anyway. So um, yeah, you've, you've killed it. No, but then Nathan had his superstition. What was your super, what's your little superstition <laughs> been? I have to have a, a, a I say a fry up. It's actually a supposed to be a bacon sausage and egg uh, sandwich on the on the day of the match well Although i do have something to to confess as well well we'll come to that in a second basically what we want you guys to do is we we want to give away one of these mansfield matters legends live mugs um from 2018 um i'll send it through the post you or drop it off covid safe whatever um we want to hear your best superstitions before a game what superstitions do you have uh, before a game and have those superstitions changed going into this new way of watching football the wackier the more crazier the better get them in the comments now and uh, if some come in and some a couple come in we'll read them out and uh, we'll give away a mug um, to uh, the best one so get your comments in right now with your superstitions what superstitions do you have when it's normal what superstitions have you now got watching it um, on the TV whilst we give you time to do that. Nathan, you said you have a bit of a confession to make. Do, oh, yeah, pr- I mean, do pray anybody, tell. Yeah, anyone that follows us on uh, on Twitter at MTFE Matters, um, you'd have seen, probably seen me tweeting them today, tweet, well, tweet, tweeting the MTFE Matters Twitter page, um, 
talk about the superstitions and I, I thought I'd done my bit for the team you know I, I I took one for the team and I had a, I had a fry up today I had my bacon sausage and egg but the difference was I had it on a cob and not bread and it didn't feel right at the time it just something something just didn't feel right and I'm starting to wonder now did that cause the uh, uh, you know cause cause the draw rather than the win I know you, you're gonna bring up my shirt as well but for me I think that was the bit that did it yeah, I mean, the thing about the shirt, I mean, you and if you watch some of the podcasts from the start of the season, we all had football shirts on. Now, I always buy the shirts and I always do the normal podcast in them, but I've never, for quite a few years, due to something which happened to me when I was younger, worn a football shirt to the game. I don't believe in it. I would just wear normal tops, whether it's a t-shirt or a polo shirt or whatever. Um... Um, obviously, at the start of the season, I was wearing them because we were at home and things like that. I stopped that and we started winning and started doing better. Nathan, for the last couple of weeks, hasn't had a, a football, sh- uh, a stag shirt and he's had an England shirt on or a, just a normal top. Today, he's got his stag shirt back on. So, is is that a little bit of a superstition breaker or...? I, I'm sure I had one on Saturday, didn't I? I, I feel like we need to look back now. have to now look at back at the footage, night. yeah. I can't quite remember. I'm sure I did. But I don't know. I, I, I'm putting it I down to the, did, but... the cob versus bread thing for me. Well, uh, cob versus we didn't lose. That's that's true. So maybe you know it was just it a... hasn't been broken. It hasn't been broken. Now, one I I hate here is in the house at the bottom of the stairs where we live. We've got um, an old, a very old um, car kit little thing, little window car kit thing. Um, and a little stag's car scarf. Now, for ages, the window kit had either been knocked off and sort of, you know, been, you know, as you pile a load of crap up on uh, and whatever, it'd been lost within there. And my dad went, it's because this, this car kit's not been up. And a couple of weeks ago, I found it. I was tidying up, boredom, um, and I found it. And he thinks that since it's been back up in the window, we've been unbeaten and... I don't know, I, I disagree with that superstition a little bit, but I don't know, that seems to be his superstition. That's what he's clinging on to at the minute. And, yeah, uh, a lot of you getting in touch with yours. Keep your um, superstitions coming in. Um, we'll read some of them again in a second. Have any of yours changed, Nate, since, you know, going to this new style of... Um, this new style of watching football? Because, um... obviously, quite a lot of the old superstitions you know, are now out of the window, aren't they? Because it might have involved going to a certain pub before a game or walking a certain route or, you know, getting a drink before the game in the concourse or or whatever. Like, for example, um, last season, I'd be on the pitch with the mascots before the game. I'd always come up 10 minutes before. I'd go to my seat first, drop my bag off. Then I'd go and get a hot chocolate and a sausage roll. And times where I didn't, where, where I got the drink before dropping my bag off, we'd lose. So they became little superstitions. Has any of yours changed? Have you got new ones? I mean, I thought I was bad, but I think you are taking it to a new level, to be fair. Um, I mean, no, there was a spell where I, um, I'd i wear certain trainers. And obviously, I've not gone to the extent of putting my trainers on the house yet. So, Oh, have you uh, not? Yeah. Mine? Oh, I've got mine on. It feels weird. It feels weird doing a show without them on, to be honest. Seriously? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got trousers on and everything. I've, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sat here with, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not with my I mean, John not... bottoms on beneath. beneath. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm properly dressed, mate. I, it feels weird doing it any other way. Yeah, but I mean, trainers are, 
uh, taken a bit too far, to, to be fair. Are but um, Are they? So, so no, I, it was, I, you know, there were certain trainers, and I always have a certain pair of jeans as well. But then, uh, got uh, when it got to the point of under John Dempster, I'd, I'd run out of jeans to wear. So I, I gave up with that superstition. <laughs> I, it was going to get to a stage where I weren't going to have anything to wear to matches, and I don't think many people would have liked that, to be fair. So um, so that one went out of the window, really. But um, no, at home, it's just sort of become its own superstition. It's a different different uh, setting um, and I think I've just ended up with my setting into sort of my own superstition which I'm still uh, still not not nailed on exactly what it is yet but I'm, I think I'm obviously getting close to it so I'm making less changes and we're getting more stabilised now yeah I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure my routine out I mean before the start of the season I was asked to do that stags from home thing so a lot of the time I'd send it sp- setting, yeah, I'd spend it setting up the camera and doing all that now I tend to turn I follow on about sort of maybe 10 to 2-ish when it first comes on so I know it's on and I'll just go and put the laptop in whichever room and just set it running I don't know I'm st- I need to get them down because the more I think about it the more it's becoming have I done this have I done that like today I cooked myself a Greg sausage roll but I also went to McDonald's I probably should have done <laughs> one or the other I-, I don't know it's yeah I need to sort them out let us know what you think anyway lots of them coming in so let's have a little look at some of your guys superstitions um, and um, we'll of course um, give away uh, a Mansfield Matters mug to the superstition we deem to be um, the best uh, Mansfield Matters uh, superstition, Mansfield town based superstition. Uh, William says from earlier, failed superstition Stag's Santa hat is back in the draw um, Callum says got to be getting in the longer line in turnstile 14 instead of going in 13 every single time uh, William says I personally listen to Coldplay Yellow every time I'm getting ready in the shower before I watch the stags uh, Clive says on a match day I shave at the very last chance before heading off for the game on the occasion when I don't do this we genuinely we generally lose um, and Clive says, referring to your video from earlier, Nathan, that Nathan should wear the new baby carrier on match days with, what's the monkey called? I can't remember. <laughs> Marcel. Marcel the monkey. <laughs> Looks like you, mate, so. <laughs> Cheers. I've already used that joke, to be fair, so you can't go, can't go stealing it. I just did. It's live as well, so there's no taking it back, really. Right, uh, Helen right. says, I have two bracelets that are yellow and blue and wear them every game. Great a couple of years ago when we were winning regularly, but not been lucky for the past two seasons. Might need to trade them in. Roger says... Absolutely, any excuse. Uh, Roger says, I didn't didn't wash my match scarf for two seasons. No idea why. Then Erin Dawes washed it. It was manky. Went to the Newport game and we won 3-0. Obviously, it didn't work. And and I stunk. Uh, Craig says... (laughs) I went through a stage where I'd wear one black sock with a yellow heel and a black sock with a blue heel, mainly through the Flickcroft era and only on home games. So plenty of superstitions there. But which one is going to win uh, the Mansfield Matters Morg? Well, Nathan's going to have a couple of seconds to decide and then we'll give it away. Now, just for clarity, the last mug giveaway we did, Clive won. So I can't give him two mugs, right? So, Clive, you will get your mug. Um, 
drop me a message. Well, no, because I've not a chance. Drop me a message. <laughs> I can even if you want it now, I can drop it round your house or or whatever, socially distance or whatever. Or you can wait until you're back playing walking football or we're back at games. It's up to you. Drop me a message and let me know um, what you want. Um, so, Clive, you are exempt from when you can't win um, the Morg a second time round. But thanks for your involvement. Really uh, did enjoy that bit of knowledge. Um, so we've got several others, though, Nath. And the pressure is really on you for who is who's going to win. Um, well, I, to be fair, I did actually quite like Clive's as in for, for wackiness, you know. Um, it was Clive, wasn't it? I said about the shave as a, at the last minute. Um, yeah, he also it, says that two mugs will be con- uh, 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 a boob would constitute a booby prize. So you know, so he's he's true. seemingly happy not to have the second mug, which is fine. <laughs> but no, so I did I did like that one for for, for wackiness, really. Um, Do you need me to run through them again? Have you or have you got them in? Or have you got them in your head? I think I've got. I, I know. Um, was it Craig that said about the, the socks? I can sort of yeah. Uh, relate to that one a little bit. Uh, I went for a certain spell myself where the certain socks, I'm a little bit disappointed. It sounds like he stopped that after the David Flitcroft era. And, uh, you know, that was a season when we uh, we nearly did it. So yeah. you know, I'm starting to feel a bit of anger towards Craig right now. But I'm starting to feel a bit of fury right here. Uh, it's his fault Dave's gone. Bring back <laughs> Dave after Nigel. Because um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember a couple of others now. Right, Obviously, okay. So yeah. we've, got, we've got Roger with his manky scarf. Yep. We've got Helen with her yellow and blue uh, bracelets. Uh, we've got William who listens to Coldplay in the shower. I don't know whether that's a reflection on um, uh, on Coldplay, uh, specifically Coldplay in yellow as well, though, to be fair. So not a bad song. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Callum who uh, always gets in the longer line in turnstile 14 rather than going in 13. So we've got long lines, Coldplay in the shower, bracelets... Um, manky scarves or blue and yellow socks? <laughs> uh, it's a tough one, but um, I think I'm going to go for the for the long line because uh, that's that's commitment. You know, I mean, I know we're not at Stags. It's not always the longest line that we ever have. To be fair, let's let's be honest. Even the long line's not so long, is it? But some days it is. Some days we have a a great turnout, and uh, how how nice it would be to be in one of those lines uh, at the moment. But obviously. Uh, we, have, we don't have that luxury. Hopefully we do soon. And it'll probably be an even longer line that we social distanced. But, um, you yeah, know, that's commitment for me to, to avoid that, uh, that, that turnstile 13. So I'm going to gonna go for the, for, the, for the number 14. Because that's probably, to be fair, something that I, I would do as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's something I'd do as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Callum has won uh, the Mansfield Matters mug. So, Callum, drop me a DM um, or drop the page a DM and we'll sort out you uh, getting that. Clive, you do the same as well for, for yours. Um, any uh, any other reason why I might particularly pick uh, Callum uh, re- uh, using turnstile 14 instead of 13, Nath? See, I know oh, it's your uh, sacred number, isn't it? It's, uh, it uh, certainly is, of course. Neil McKenzie's shirt number uh, from when I was a kid and obviously it's on my Twitter and Instagram and all that. So, uh, uh, yeah, Callum, well done. Uh, a Mansfield Matters mug um, is indeed yours. Right then, time to turn our attention back to uh, tonight's one or draw with Colchester. Time for you guys to get involved. Again, I'm sure we're going to need your help tonight because we're going to pick a uh, man of the match in uh, just a second. Nathan, have you got any sort of... Um, how many names have you got in your head, first and foremost? It's really... I've been thinking about, like, literally the whole game. I've been trying to figure out who I'd actually give Man of Match, because I knew, obviously, was, this was coming up tonight. And uh, it's really hard, because I don't think... 
I think everyone was kind of, uh, you know, if you're going to give them a match rating, it was all around the same for me. It was quite a, a an averaged out performance. And I don't mean that was in the played average. I think everyone was basically on the same level. Everyone played pretty decent. Uh, no one had a, a you know, specifically bad game. Uh, but I think if I'm going to choose, which obviously I'm going to have to. Just give, me, an, just give say, me a number and I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of time. I'll give you a couple of yeah, minutes to I'll talk about it. Two. Okay. Two, um, two. You know, for a show that says that three. this... For, all right, three. For a show that doesn't do features, it's the man of the match thing has become a bit of a feature, as has this. Usually I would run through um, the scores, but obviously we've played tonight, everyone else plays tomorrow. So what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to have a little run through of who is playing tomorrow and where um, tonight's result leaves us, etc. So you've got about three minutes to uh, cast your votes in the comments right now for your man of the match. Uh, and Nathan's got a couple of minutes to have a little think. Uh, as well about his reasons. So, a one-all draw between the Stags and Colchester tonight leaves the Stags in 20th. 13 games in on 11 points. One win, eight draws, four defeats. Minus five goal difference. And it's that minus five goal difference which is the one to keep an eye on. Stevenage um, in 23rd, also on minus five. One win, five draws, six defeats on eight points. They could leapfroggers tomorrow if they uh, if they win that would take them to 11 points um, so an interesting game to keep an eye on tomorrow and they are at home uh, to Bolton who of course haven't had uh, the start they wanted this season either they currently sit in 17th place so certainly one to keep an eye out on tomorrow afternoon is that Stevenage against Bolton game Southend uh, currently bottom they can't catch us um, but they are in action um, tomorrow they're at home to Cambridge tough game for them obviously with Cambridge uh, right up at the top of the table second at the moment one point behind leaders Newport County Scunthorpe United below us in 22nd they're at home to Morecambe whilst Oldham in 21st they are away at Exeter, so uh, a few crunch games down there uh, tomorrow which we'll need to keep our eye on. The full fixture list, Crawley against Carlisle, Barrow against Forest Green, Cheltenham against Warsaw, Exeter against Oldham, Leighton Orient against Harrogate, who of course come to the one call on Tuesday night, Leaders Newport at home to Port Vale, Salford against Bradford, Scunthorpe against Morecambe, Southend versus Cambridge, Stevenage against Bolton, arguably the, the game of the day for us to keep an eye on, and of course Tranmere against Grimsby. So we'll uh, keep an eye on how they get on uh, throughout the day tomorrow um, in Skybet League 2. Following that one or draw today, so three points would have been better uh, for us to create a bit of a gap but still one isn't too bad with Harrogate to play on Tuesday night as well uh, minute left to get your votes in the comments for man of the match Nathan's got a minute to have a think uh, for his as well after the Stags draw one all with Colchester United on this Friday night So then, Nathan Edge, you said two names and then quickly went for three. Hit me with them. 
My three are, are Faz Rawson, George Lapsley, and Harry Charlesley. Give me your reasons, Dan. Um, for me, um, Faz Rawson uh, in defence was was quite was really strong today. You know, he won a lot in the air, um, and he seemed to be the one that was probably in that in that back uh, back back four was was heavily involved so I thought he had a you know a really good day a really good game following on from another from a good performance on on, on Saturday against Boris Green as well so uh, you know he he played played well for me George Lapsley although um, you know he wasn't quite uh, as influential attacking as he, he has been previously I still thought he, he he battled really well and when he did get on the ball he you know he looked strong powerful uh, and his link up play was 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 great again um, Harry Charlesley for me uh, on that on that right hand side certainly the the first half he was he was certainly uh, very threatening and I thought against uh, you know senior he had a you know he he had a tough opposition there and, and for a lot of the game he had the you know he did really well so um, Nicky Nicky Mino was close to close to it for, again for it for his goal uh, he took that obviously superbly well a uh, bit, bit out of nowhere but um, you know if I if I'm gonna to have to choose yeah, one, yeah, now you call us to a mast. Uh, if we kept the clean sheet, I'd have gone Rawson today, but we didn't. Um, so he's gonna lose a few brownie points there. So I think I'm gonna go with uh, with Lapsley. I just think um, you know he's still every, everything he did was uh, you know was positive, and it, uh, you know he didn't make uh, any or many mistakes at all. Um, you know, and he was that sort of engine in the midfield. So uh, I'm gonna. Just give it to Lapsley, but it was it was close between all, all, all three or four of them. Yeah, Lapsley and, and Charlesley were the two contenders for me, both excellent in midfield. Lapsley in particular, we've got a real player in our hands there, and I'm sure we'll touch upon this uh, in, in a future episode of the podcast about Charlton keeping tabs on him and potentially recalling him in uh, in January. Real player in our hands there, sort of dropping, getting box to box and, and making things happen. Um, I was impressed with him. I was impressed with Charlesley for, for similar reasons. Um, obviously, Maynard scored a decent goal, but I felt he was quiet in some spells and didn't really affect things where we perhaps wanted things to be affected. Um, and then the other two for me were, were Rawson and Perch. But again, same reason, you know, I can't choose Perch if I'm not going to choose Rawson because of the, of the clean sheet. So I'm going to agree with you, Nath. I'm going to go with Lapsley. So that's two votes for, for Lapsley. So try and count these uh, in your head if you can. So two for Lapsley. Helen says James Perch. So does Gary. Uh, Craig says uh, Ollie Clark. William says Maynard. Two keepers wouldn't have saved that. Uh, Glynn says Maynard. Clive says Rawson. Uh, Wayne says, uh, man of the match, easily perched. He's been quality since going centre-back. Um, so, uh, I think we've been outvoted by the comments, <laughs> Nath. Have. Yeah, for once. Yeah, it's the first time this has happened, I think. Absolutely, but, uh, yeah. That's 3-2. That's three, uh, three for Perch, two for uh, for Lapsley, and then a couple for, well, one a couple for, for everyone else, really, yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there you go. That's all what this show is about, really. It's not just about mine and Nathan's and sometimes... Cam and Simon's opinions either it's about your opinions uh, as well uh, I want to finish off uh, tonight as well just by saying a little thank you we've had a couple of messages sort of over the last couple of days or so both me and Nathan on the on the normal page and on our personal pages as well just sort of saying um, thanks for doing this little post-match uh, thing you sort of tweeted something earlier as well didn't you Nath? Yeah I did it was um you know, it was one of them, especially when we've been a Friday night match. I thought I'd have loved to have been mm. going tonight. Uh, we all would, let's be honest. We all 
Uh, can't wait to, to get back through those number 14 turnstiles. <laughs> every turnstile apart from number 13. But um, yeah, at the same time, I'd, I'm going to miss these shows actually that they do after the game because of, oh, obviously I, I love our midweek shows, but this has kind of become one of my favourites now. And uh, every, every time Final Whistle goes, I'm looking forward to now getting myself upstairs into into my nice new new office, which is a work in progress, um, you know, to, to come and do a uh, you know, cool down show. And obviously it, it's been... A, I've been blown away really by the amount of you that have been joining us and getting involved and that's exactly what we wanted to achieve, you know, yeah. to, to to make it about um, you know, people having their say, like you would do after a game with all your with all your mates. Obviously we can't all do that the same, but this uh, for me is the next best thing and I'm I'm glad to to hear that everyone else is enjoying it as much as we are producing it, to be honest. It's uh but it's always like highlight of my week even if we uh, win or lose to be fair yeah well it's the only thing I've got to look forward to at the minute so yeah um, <laughs> I, I think for me it's you know like we very said at the start we did the best time of the week podcast when there was no football which sort of kept us all sailing and kept us going and we wanted to do something going into the season we didn't anticipate at the start of the season that this would the cool down show would be would would go on for very long because we sort of half hoped that we'd be you know we'd go into games or whatever but we're going to carry it on until we are at a point where we are allowed to, to go to games because like Nathan said it is uh, one of those things where it sort of brings everyone together after the game. It gets everyone talking like you would do in a poor ball on the coach on the way home from a game or whatever. So it's certainly been something which which we which we've enjoyed, and we've seen a lot more sort of people interacting with us as well, which is uh, which is great. So uh, um, I hope it's given you guys a bit more of a new normality, if if that makes sense. And you know we'll, we'll carry on doing it. Um, a few of you have sort of asked for stuff before a game as well. Now that's not something which we we will particularly doing the near future it might in in the long-term future but a lot of work does go into um putting this show what you see on the uh, what you're seeing on your phones or on your computers right now takes about two different computers and lots of different graphics and stuff to uh, to do and also takes up a lot of our time so um, whilst we love doing it after the game i think doing it before a game as well would probably spoil it a little bit but you never know if we get for example, a big if we get through the FA Cup, fingers crossed, and get a big tie in round three, then it might change and perspectives might change. But well, you know, if we get get Spurs away, um, I mean, I I think it would only be fair that we we do it live from the stadium. Really, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> or 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 at home, you know, we can try and pull a few strings if we want. Wherever, <laughs> absolutely. But the point the the point still still is still there. You know, we could carry on doing this for as long as we. Uh, as long as we can't go and watch games, it gives you guys something to talk about, something to look forward to. So from me, Nathan, Cam, Simon and, and everyone, um, thanks very much for watching. Really do appreciate uh, really do appreciate it. Thanks very much for commenting as well. We've got lots of plans for Christmas episodes and stuff like that as well. So make sure you like the page. Make sure you turn notifications on. Follow us on our other social media as well on, on Twitter and have a look at our website and keep yourself entertained. I know lockdowns, um, Lockdown 2 is proving a lot tougher than lockdown one at the minute and not being able to go to games is uh, is very very frustrating as well especially with Christmas around the corner so let's try and keep a, a smile on uh, on everybody's face and uh, just to finish off on that as well obviously the, we've received some uh, bit of sad news this week as, as well um, obviously there was a minute silence before the, the game um, was held and that was obviously um, in uh, in respect of uh, John Radford's uh, late mother, who Pam, who um, unfortunately uh, passed away, uh, John and obviously uh, Tina Broughton as well, who's uh, uh, who's there as well. Um, 
sad loss for them. Obviously, a real family club and will have uh, will have hit them hard. So we send our very best wishes uh, to John, uh, to Tina, and to to all of the uh, all of the Radford family. Um, that's pretty much it from us this week. Thanks very much for watching. Um, as always, make sure you join us on Tuesday night as the Stags take on uh, Harrogate at the One Call Stadium again. Seven o'clock uh, kickoff for that one. Make sure you join us. Fifteen minutes ish after the full time whistle. For now though, you've just got enough time to run to the kitchen, make a cup of tea, turn the telly on and watch ITV Plus One as you watch 12 celebrities in a castle doing silly trials. It's the only other thing on telly and the only other thing we're talking about really. <laughs> on, on the pitch it was a little bit of a trial today, the Stags didn't quite get 12 stars for camp, they got one. One point is a positive. Can they back it up on Tuesday with all three points at home to Harrogate? Make sure you join us 15 minutes-ish after the full-time whistle to find out as the journey continues. Tonight, it finished one all between the Stags and Colchester. A positive performance, a positive point. The Stags still remain unbeaten under Nigel Clough as the journey continues. This is the cool-down post-match reaction show on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Enjoy your weekend. See you on Tuesday. Which TV should I watch the game on on Tuesday? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 